New Thought Media Network. We are a global broadcast network of positive music, media, and entertainment. Inspiring humanity's evolution along the journey of enlightenment and creating a world of love, peace, empowerment, and prosperity for all. New Thought Media Network. Positively inspiring. Hello again, dear ones. Rev Briz with you over here on a Friday evening. It's five o'clock on the mountain time zone, and that means it is time for the good news. Uh, weekly look at the good news stories that remind me we really are creating a world that works for all, and everyone is a part of that. So, uh, so grateful that you are with us. And as been our tradition this month, it's the last Friday in June and it's still Pride Month for at least another handful of hours. And so we're going to highlight some of the good news stories that are happening in the world of Pride as well. Of course, I neglected to pull up my notes. So we'll need to uh, do just a little bit of shuffle here to get into our first story. There we go. All right. Hey, good news coming out of Michigan. Michigan, it will join 21 other states that have now banned conversion therapy for minors. The state Senate passed legislation on Wednesday that forbids the practice. Banning it is just one less thing that the LGBTQ children will have to worry about moving forward in Michigan. That's a quote by State Representative Jason Hoskins. He's the first LGBTQ plus person of color elected to the legislature, according to the Associated Press. The bill now goes to Governor Gretchen Whitmer's desk. She is expected to sign it. She's previously called conversion therapy both quack treatment and a dangerous practice. Congratulations, Michigan. Good work. We got to love this. And continuing along in that vein, on Tuesday, Arizona Governor Katie Hobbs signed two executive orders to protect LGBTQ plus people. The first bans state agencies in Arizona from promoting or funding conversion therapy. And the second order allows state employee health insurance plans to cover gender-affirming surgery, that protection was removed back in 2017. A policy banned plans from doing from covering gender-affirming surgery. Uh, the second order also prohibits state agencies that ban uh, from doing cooperating in criminal or civil cases with states that have banned gender-affirming care. 
Overall, together, these executive orders bring an end to unjust discrimination against LBGTQ plus Arizonans. That's a quote by Hobbs herself. Uh, the state is leading by example on this issue, and, and we will continue working until Arizona is a place where every individual can participate equally in our economy and our workforce without fear of discrimination or exclusion. This is the only way to move the state forward. Again, that's a quote by uh, Arizona Governor Katie Hobbs. Woo-hoo-hoo! It does seem... Like we are making some headway and reversing some old junk. It, well, all this anti anti rhetoric that's been propping up and cropping up in the last couple of years. But this this uh, Pride Month has been really a big deal. That's twenty two states now that we've reported on that are reversing uh, or or judges that have reversed these anti care laws as they are. More good news coming out of the LGBTQ community. Delaware State Senator Sarah McBride is currently the highest ranking transgender elected official in the country. Uh, and she has now announced a bid for federal office. She's running for the congressional seat left open by Democratic Senator Tom Carper, who is retiring. Uh, my commitment is to the people in Delaware who aren't seen, she said in a video announcing her campaign. Everyone deserves a member of Congress who sees them and who respects them. There are currently 12 out, uh, 12 out LGBTQ plus people serving in Congress, two in the Senate, 10 in the House. And almost all of them Democrats, except for noted uh, uh, independent Kristen Sinema and Republican George Santos. Congratulations, Senator Sarah McBride. I uh, hope to see that be federal uh, United States Senator. Right now, she's the Delaware State Senator. Let's let's hope she gets that uh, uh, wins that election and moves into the federal house into into the Senate chambers there in Washington D.C. One more good news story coming out of the LGBTQ community: the restaurant chain Hamburger Mary's. Uh, which feature drag waitresses and family-friendly friendly drag performances, has won a legal victory after convincing a federal judge to place a temporary injunction against Florida's drag ban. The law will be blocked until a court case decides on the ban's constitutionality. The Florida drag ban was signed by Florida Governor Ron DeSantis on May 17th and allows the State Department of Business and Professional Regulations to revoke the business license of any venue that allows minors to see drag performances, even if their parents consent, as well as issue $5,000 and $10,000 fines against the businesses. Anyone who violates the law can be charged with a criminal misdemeanor. Now, Hamburger Mary sued DeSantis on May 23rd, saying that the law targeted the business's First Amendment right to free speech, in the lawsuit, the company said it had lost 20% of its reservations since announcing that minors could no longer dine at the restaurant in the presence of drag performers. In his ruling, federal judge Gregory Presnell pointed out that the law's text specifically forbids children from seeing live performances featuring lewd conduct or the lewd exposure of prosthetic or imitation genitalia or breast but the law neither defined what is considered lewd nor what constitutes a live performance. 
All of this is rather broad language. The state claims that the state seeks to protect children generally from obscene live performances. However, Florida already had statutes that provide such protection. Rather, the statute is specifically designed to suppress the speech of drag queen performers. The judge then cited the bill's sponsor, State Representative Rary Fine, who said that the bill would protect our children by ending the gateway propaganda to this evil drag queen story time. The judge also pointed out that any concern about the law protecting children rings hollow, seeing as state law permits any minor to attend an R-rated film in a movie theater if accompanied by a parent or guardian. This ruling marks the third recent loss by DeSantis' anti-LGBTQ laws. We've reported on that here on the Good News on other evenings this month. Another federal judge recently issued two rulings against Florida's ban on gender-affirming health care for transgender youth. Right on! The judges in Florida are finally stepping up, and we think that's a good thing, folks. We're happy to hear for all these wins that are happening in the LGBT community and in our general community. I mean, this is important stuff that's going on. So one more before we take a break. The trans community has seen legislative wins of late. And this week, federal judges in both Kentucky and Tennessee also knocked down their gender-affirming care bans. It just keeps going, folks. More and more states every week saying, we're not going to take this. We're not going with this. This is not the way, the interpretation. And many of these judges have started to say that they believe all these laws will be struck down. And so they're preemptively putting a hold on them and putting injunctions in place and knocking these down, these, uh, these statutes down preemptively, recognizing that they most certainly violate the Constitution. Good news all across the nation. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. Let a couple of our sponsors and organizations say hello, but we're going to be right back with more good news in just a moment. So stay tuned and stay with us. We'll be right back. absolute truth. You are a gift, a blessing to the world, a way that the infinite love of God shines itself, shares itself, and expresses itself more fully in the world. You are a gift and a blessing. Please take that seriously. Take it as your honor. Take it as your opportunity to be a light that shines for others. Be that bright light of God's love that's the truth of who you are, and enjoy it, because you deserve it.
And we're back with more of the good news here on the New Thought Media Network. Welcome to our Friday evening programming. Now, most of our stories we get over Good News Network. However, this month we've been relying on LGBTQNation.com for our gender and LGBTQ affirming stories. So please give them some of the love and they att- and attention they so richly deserve. They do a great job over there. And as I said, most of our stories come from the goodnewsnetwork.org, and that includes our next set here. As many of you know, if you follow this program, we love focusing on how nature is making a comeback during the past few years. And here's another great story. What we're looking at here is the Burmese peacock softshell turtle. And he's sitting in the hands of one of the first humans to ever hatch them in captivity. As one of the most endangered freshwater turtle species on the planet, it's hoped that the 15 hatchlings will go a long way towards preserving these beautiful reptiles for future generations of Miramar's people. The breeding program was undertaken by the conservation group Flora and Fauna International. We've reported on them previously, along with support from local volunteers and knowledge keepers from around Miramar's, uh, around Miramar, one of the largest in Southeast Asia. The locals trained by the FFI, Flora and Fauna Institute, uh, nominated turtle guardians to patrol the shores and look for nesting areas. They found five in the 1920-22 season, and again, there were 15 hatchlings. According to the conservation of the group, the video of the turtle's hatchling is the first known recording of the species born in the wild. The Burmese peacock turtles are named for the orange spots on their shells, reminiscent of peacock feathers. Unfortunately, they're considered a delicacy in the poverty-stricken countries, and uh, they've been overhunted. So this is a real big step. Good work to everyone there in Miramar bringing back these beautiful turtles. They're gorgeous. I just love that pattern on their on their shell there. And hey, here's another great conf- conservation story. This time coming out of Australia. Uh, This is what is known as an earless dragon. They were last sighted in 1969 in the Australian state of Queensland. It has been rediscovered now by uh, by scientists, and they're hoping to be able to act fast to ascertain just how many of these dragons are are, are alive. Now, these guys are only six inches long, about 15 centimeters. Uh, it's, they live in the grasslands of Victorian, uh, grasslands and they're, uh, they're earless because they don't have eardrums or an ear opening. They were fi- often found in the grasslands west of Melbourne, uh, but they diminished at the paws of invasive predators like foxes and cats, uh, and possibly from the fragmentation of habitat. Uh, considerable effort has been made to locate one of these tiny animals, although they never quite succeeded. In 2017, a coalition of zoos in Victoria took up the program of looking for them. The extraordinary rediscovery of this critically endangered and cryptic lizard inspires optimism for the recovery of the Victorian species. That's according to the zoo Victorian's chief executive, Dr. Jenny Gray. All right. I love these stories of renewal and rebirth and it's nature. I I recently wrote some 
uh, a paper on uh, the using and and relying on surrounding ourselves with nature as an aspect of our spiritual practice and a way to to really strengthen our spiritual practices and bolster our mood and wouldn't you know it just this week i find this story uh a meta study of over 28 different studies uh mostly in the uk and australia have proven that getting out in nature improves our mental and physical health. And this particularly uh, when there's tree cover or trees available. The researchers believe that their presentation shows that natural prescriptions merit wider use in the medical profession. Can you imagine? You go to your doctor and he hands your prescription to go out for a walk and hug six trees a day. Suggesting that spending time in nature, walking with friends is good for the mood and blood pressure will surprise pretty much no one. Uh, but the idea of time in nature as a prescription, just as doctors might prescribe in any other day, any other uh, widely available uh, drug <laughs> or anything else. Uh, the study is built upon a long-term program of research that we have done to con to show contact with nature and trees especially is really good for strengthening mental and physical health across our lives that's according to the author of the meta study there are over 28 studies analyzed the evidence shows that the natural nature prescriptions can help to restore and build capacities for better physical and mental health now we just got to figure out how to make it all happen Good news coming out of Australia. And you know, we got that story over at sunnyskies.com. Sunnyskies.com, another great place to visit and explore more of the good news that's happening in the world. All right, folks, we need to take another quick break and let a couple more sponsors say hello. But we've got a whole nother segment, including our hero of the week, coming up in just a moment. Stay with us. We'll be back with more on the New Thought Media Network. And new thought and the good news for a Friday night. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hi, everybody. My name is Ricky Byers. And what I want you to know is that on the weekend of July 14th, that's July 14th, 15th, and 16th. I'm going to be blowing up Salt Lake City. <laughs> this is my debut there. I've never been there before. So Reverend Cindy, look out. We're going to burn it up, baby. God bless. Peace. Help us say thank you to our organizational sponsors and donors, including the Hefferlin Foundation, Affiliated New Thought Network, International New Thought Alliance, Science of Mind Archives and Library Foundation, Center for Spiritual Living Denver, Center for Spiritual Living Midtown Atlanta, 
New Thought Philadelphia, Planned Happiness Institute, Summit Center for Spiritual Living, Center for Spiritual Living on the Lake, Unity Spiritual Center, Kitchener, Ohm Center for Spiritual Living, Center for Spiritual Living, North Jersey, Unity of Savannah, Center for Spiritual Living, Seattle, and all of our individual donors and sponsors. Thank you for being a part of the New Thought Media Network. Please come be you. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone that makes this media network possible, that helps us bring this mighty message of positivity and the new thought philosophy out into the world. It is thanks to your contributions that we're able to do what we do and bring this message to more people. Thank you again. And hey, do remember, if you're anywhere near Salt Lake City in July, check out what's happening at the Salt Lake Center for Spiritual Living. Uh, that, you know, that community holds a special place in my heart. And the fact that they're having Ricky Byers there, uh, I only wish I could be there. I'll be in Florida, but we'll be there. New Thought Media Network is helping to support their live stream effort. And if you're there in person, uh, check out what they're doing. A two-day music symposium and a one-night-only concert. Sure to be a really good time in Salt Lake in late July. All right, let's get back into the good news. Here's a really cool story I found. And, most, and those that watch know uh, this program know we like to focus on the heartwarming stories in our final segment and all uh, the stories where people do good but here's one where animal life is doing good a bald eagle in northern california was spotted bring, bringing a baby red-tailed hawk back to her nest and uh while many assumed the baby would end up being lunch for the hungry eaglet it in instead the eagle and the eaglet adopted the baby hawk uh, this is really cool stuff. It's not the first time it's ever been happened. It's been doc documented on three other occasions uh, when uh, where an eagle mistakes a prey for its own young and then nurtures and feed it, feeding, feeds it instead of uh, eating it. Uh, again, a lot of people thought this would just be fodder for the eaglets to eat. And no, uh, they all, the whole family adopted the little red-tailed hawk, and are living together just fine. Good news coming out of the animal world. These are the kind of things we really love, folks. Uh, we, we talk a lot about the oneness of life, and here is a great example of it. Uh, the mother's nurturing uh, nature takes over, and we don't have to worry, and, and there it is. Right? It's just amazing how it happens. Hey, if you know of a good news story you think we should be covering, send us an email, goodnews at ntmedia.org. Uh, or if you would like to present on this program at some point, uh, we'd be, we're always taking applications for someone who would like to be a sub and fill in on a Friday here and there as we go, a special guest host, if you would. So, all right, back into our stories. This one. Uh, let me introduce you to Nancy Rayburn and Jose Sanchez. Uh, now, the way this story unfolds is Nancy accidentally locked herself out of her home and was trying to climb back in through a window. However, she became stuck. 
because of my surgery, I had two hip replacements. I can't get past mid part of my leg, she said. And I'm reaching around. And the more moving I did, the worse it felt. Turns out she got stuck in the window for five hours. Oh, my gosh, dear one. And no one could hear her. Rayburn said, I was asking God, please, this is not the way I want to be found. And just like it, when it seemed all hope was lost, Jose uh, came around the corner in his car. He had a blinking orange light on the car because he's part of the newspaper industry and was delivering newspapers. He was on his early morning route, heard screaming, and saw someone sticking out of the window, ran over, and was able to help her get free from the window. What a wonderful story. Nancy is calling Jose her guardian angel. I'm touched because I care for these people in this park like they're my family. And they're retired and I try to watch out for them. That's Sanchez. Yes, I do believe in angels and people are put in place for that time. And that night, that morning was my time to be helped by Jose. Good news happening all over the place. Thank you, Jose, for being such a good and gracious member of society, of the community. All right, folks, we've got one story left. And as is our, our uh, tradition, let's say, we like to talk about the hero of the... This week, our hero of the week is actually an anonymous member of the fire department in Ocala, Florida. Back in January, a newborn baby girl was left in a safe haven baby box in Florida. And this anonymous firefighter was the one who got the call. And what happens is when, the, when uh, if somebody were to abandon a baby in this way, um, it's a safe way because someone's immediately notified an alarm is sounded and one of the firefighters is on call. The firefighter again, who wishes to remain anonymous told NBC news, to be honest, I thought it was a false alarm, but when he got there, he said she had a little bottle with her and was just chilling out. I picked her up and held her. We locked eyes and that was it. I loved her ever since that moment. That's about six months ago. Now, as it turns out, the firefighter and his wife had been trying for more than a decade to have a baby. Uh, and he left a note with the little girl at the hospital. Uh, her name is Zoe, by the way. Uh, left a note with Zoe explaining that my wife and, and he and his wife have been trying for 10 years to have a baby. They had completed all of their classes and were registered to adopt in the state of Florida. Well, the powers that be decided two days later uh, to bring the little girl back home to be with the firefighter and his wife. He said, the way I found her, this had to be God helping us out. I do agree, sir. That is a heartwarming and amazing story. And you are the hero of the week, not for doing your job, but for saying yes to this dear little being and bringing her home to be with you. All right, folks, that's about all we've got time for here on The Good News tonight. I want to thank you for being with us. Give a quick shout out to our friend Shay. Thanks for being here. Anybody else that's watching now or on a replay, drop a comment. Let us know you're here and we'll respond as we are able. I'm Rev. Robert. We'll be back again next week at this same time with more good news 
on the New Thought Media Network. And please stay tuned. Following this program in just a half an hour, we have Reverend Michael Mangus and the Fireside Chat. That kicks off at 6 o'clock Mountain Time. Final prayers tonight at 8.15. Be sure to stick around for those as well. All right, I'm Rev Briz. I'm out of here for now. Until next time, I wish you peace and richest blessings. Bye now. Thank <laughs> you.